Hello everybody and welcome to today's daily devotional. If you don't know who I am, I'm Rosemary, Bruce's wife. Yesterday he shared about how he had cooked some a chicken dish thinking he was following the recipe by watching the video and just throwing in because it looked like they were just throwing in quantities of different ingredients. But actually there was an order to those ingredients. There was uh, an amount that when you added in you got the correct flavour. And then he explained that you know God is a God of order. He follows many ways recipes or laws and God is a God of order. He, you know, has placed on this earth gravitational law. We've learned to overcome it by using um, propulsive, you know, um, engines and, you know, rockets to get past that gravitational pull. But it is there. We can't make it disappear. There are many um, physical laws of this world that are in this world created by God. So he has special, he has order. But he also has creativity. I think of many chefs who are creative in um, the way they make new dishes. Now, they have an understanding of taste and flavour and, you know, amounts that you can put in and, and balancing the sweetness with the sourness, which, you know, I don't have unless I follow a recipe and my husband does not have. But God is creative. God has actually given the ability to people to be creative in their cooking, creative in their making of things. Anything to do with that creativeness that's within many of us. Some of us think, oh, I'm not, but we probably are in little bits. But God, from the beginning in Genesis, it states in Genesis 1, in the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. And I often feel like the wind is the Holy Spirit hovering because the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son and does what the Father and the Son want, it, want him to. So God is creative and he doesn't stop creating just because he did it back then when he made the world. He doesn't stop He's always creating and in his creation, it's always good. It's always the, the ultimate of getting people to come to know him, to come and accept the heavenly kingdom that he's offering to them to come and live with him forever. You know, Abram was in Genesis 12, was invited by God to change, to move on because creation often changes us it, we are changed we're not the same the Lord said to Abram go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land I will show you but he wasn't just changing his land or where he lived remember he even changed his name and why he was showing changing the name of Abraham he was trying to show Abraham you're going to be a different person I'm creating you to be better you know God always draws us to himself and if we are drawn to himself we are drawn to this perfection this holiness he's creating us drawing us to be more holy 
Moses, remember, Bruce has spoken about Moses just recently, and Moses was brought up in Pharaoh's kingdom. So he was a prince. He had princely powers and uh, living standards, etc. But then when he had killed someone, he ran off and he became a shepherd. Quite the drastic of wealthy to being quite poor and out on the land and being like, you know, what land to mouth food, you know, to getting food. Whereas before he would have had lavish amounts. And then God said, enough's enough, because what did he do? He made the bush burn, but it wasn't burning. God was in the burning bush and he piqued Moses's interest to turn aside and go and see what this was. And in turning aside, God was drawing Moses to the next level, the next step he had for him in his journey of life. He was um, going to call him to another task. He was drawing him to himself. He desired to have this personal relationship with Moses. But then he's done it with Simon Peter, who became Peter the Apostle. He did it with Saul, who became Paul. And he actually also does it with us. He's forever changing some things, creating different things, creating um, maybe even circumstances in our lives so that we would be drawn to him more, that we would turn to our God, that we would hear maybe the next steps, the next tasks he has for us. Because he placed us on the earth, one, to come to know him personally and to accept his invitation to be his follower and to for him to be our Lord and for us to get have eternal life. But he's also put us on for other purposes. That's the ultimate purpose. But he, he never wastes anybody or anything or any time or any circumstances. He wants us to do something. And maybe we won't know what that something truly is till we face him at the end of time, at the end of our time. But God draws us to himself. He's always creating. Often when I'm driving in the car, going to work or just, you know, going down to do shopping or something, I look out at the clouds and I go, Lord, you're, you're just majestic today. Look at these fluffy clouds. You've just made this glorious because his glory is seen in the earth. Sunsets, sunrises, you know, the essence of God, he puts within all of those things. I often think of trees. I've been down to the bottom of Western Australia where there's huge cowrie trees and they're very tall, but they're also very wide. And there's somewhere a car, they've actually cut a hole through it and a car can drive through the tree that is still alive. You know, you might be in Canada and there's the spruce tree. You might be in America and the sequoia tree, which is huge and tall. You might be in a tropical place where there's palm trees or the Amazon jungle, wherever you might be. It is God's creation and it's for our benefit. He's showing himself to us, his glory. And in this creativeness, in drawing us to himself, 
He desires for us to surrender again to him. Bruce spoke about that there is the the recipe or the law of surrender that God desires for us. Well, he's always wanting us to surrender deeper, go that deeper step, go that bit, bit more with him, less of me and more of him. And it's not a one-off. It is very much every day, less of me, Lord, and more of you. May I go deep with you. May I desire to be with you more. May I see you better. May I hear you better. May I know you better. Because that's what our God desires. This personal, intimate relationship with him. I look at often the relationship Bruce and I have. The older we get, hopefully the more loving we get towards each other, the more understanding we have of each other, and the deeper we go in our love for each other, no matter the circumstances, because sometimes they're very tough. It doesn't mean that we don't argue. It doesn't mean that there's disagreements or there's where I don't see and he can't see what I'm saying and vice versa. But there's this depth, this this deep within us that pushes through past those little incidental arguments that we can have. Those things that really, truly do not matter. Don't put God in a box, because we often do. Don't put other people in a box, because we often do. Allow the surrender of all our hearts, of this drawing of God to himself to create us to be better. So have hope for your friends and family. Have hope for yourself that God can create. You know, David in Psalm, what did he say? Create in me a clean heart, O God. You create again, once again, Lord, a clean heart in me, a right heart, an upright heart, a generous heart, a loving heart. Because God never stops creating. And know that wherever you are, God is never far from you.